Welcome to Transition of Style, the podcast that explores the ways in which personal style and gender identity meet with host Phil, a.k.a. Curran. Transition of Style is produced by Fashion Consort with music provided by Sarah FM and is sponsored by QueerCut, a radically inclusive shopping platform and queer community. Hello, hello, everyone. This is Phil, a.k.a. Curran. What's going on? Welcome back to TOS Check-In. TOS Check-In is our alternative sort of format that we're doing right now to check in with members of the community during the coronavirus pandemic. We want to check in and make sure everyone's doing well. This is a tough time for many people and a lot of people are struggling and we just want to make sure that we check in with our friends and our family and we, you know, give them a little love. So today I've got with me Sam Gilbo, one of my faves. Sam, what's going on? Hi, Phil. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so Uh, happy to be here. Always a pleasure to have you. Can you tell the TOS audience a little bit about you? Even though you've been on the podcast before, you know what? You're doing new things. What are you up to? Yeah, sure. Um, Currently, I'm up to a whole lot of nothing, Um, (laughs) like a lot of us. I am a photographer and writer living in Brooklyn. I uh, am here with my cat and my wife and we are holed up in Bed-Stuy, just waiting this thing out. Yeah, I hear you on that, my friend. I hear you on that. All right, so first question for you. What are you doing during this pandemic and this lockdown to stay sane? Yeah, I am. So it's interesting, like, to stay sane, right? There is kind of this, it feels like um, impending doom that, like, we're all going to lose our minds, which I feel like is is kind of possible. I think that mental health is incredibly important to me and my own personal healing is incredibly important to me um, and important to us as a collective. I think I will say this until I am blue in the face that when we heal ourselves, we heal the collective. So I'm kind of taking this opportunity to really turn inward and to give myself a lot of space to um, grieve. (laughs) I think a lot of things that I haven't fully grieved are coming up now in this kind of traumatic time, right? Um, And I think for a lot of people, that's the case. I think if you've struggled with depression and anxiety, this is probably a time where those demons can come out to play for sure. If we can't be focused on the future, we can often like obsess on the past. And that's where I've found myself a couple of times um, in the last month. So I'm taking this as an opportunity to like, this is kind of, I run my life very fast paced, uh, you know, in, in usual circumstances. And for everything to come to a screeching halt has been pretty jarring. So uh, I'm really trying to take the benefit of, you know, an abundance of time and, and, you know, in the safety of my home, kind of like do that deep dive to the underworld, right? There's that whole story of Persephone diving down to the underworld to reclaim parts of herself that she's lost and grieving parts of herself. So that's kind of the journey that I'm on. Uh, what that looks like more practically is um, a lot of cooking, um, a lot of reading. I'm reading a lot and I have like stacks of books that I just am excited to dive into. Um, and I'm kind of alternating between like, uh, like fiction slash, you know, narrative stories and like really, uh, important, 
work around like like more practical nonfiction things like um, I've never read white privilege, like things like that, that you just sort of like keep pushing down. And I'm like, all right, it's time, time to um, armor up to um, for whatever new world we find ourselves in after this. That's a really long winded answer, but that's my answer. But I like that answer. I think it's, it's a very good answer. It's like, the thing is that we're going to ask this question to everyone and each guest is going to have a very different answer. And, but I love your answer. I think it's great. I think it's very true for you. Actually, it's kind of true for me, you know, in many ways. I think one thing before we go on to other questions, I love what you said about the abundance of time. I feel like right now, where we are, what we're dealing with, it's really hard to think of what could be good about being in these circumstances. And it's hard to look at what might be a gift to us in this time. And maybe it is that we have more time. Maybe it is that we have more time to do those things that we never got around to. I talked about this in my episode. I am using this time to do the things I never got around to, the things that I think that I should be wait that I've always said I do later. Like I'm thinking that right now is a good time to do those things. So there is, you know, it's hard to look at what's good about this time. And mm-hmm. I love your use of the words or the phrase abundance of time because we do have it right now. And that's, let's look at what we can but we can look at that might be good for us, you know, that would be good. So thank you. Yeah. For that. That, was, that was pretty awesome. And the way real quick, the way I see that is like, uh, I'm very careful not to force positivity. We don't have to see this in a good light. We don't have to see a silver lining. This really sucks. And it okay. sucks for a lot of people. And, you know, count your privileges. Sure. Count your blessings. Absolutely. But like, if you're feeling sad, feel sad, you know? And so like, thinking about time is another resource of like, well, right now we, that is the resource that we have an abundance of. So how can we utilize it to the best of our ability or be really gentle with ourselves and just let us sit and stew in this, you know, luxurious amount of time that feels like the resource we're always running out of. Right. Right. It does. And I, I want to double down what you said. Everyone should experience this in the way that it feels most natural to them. So if it's not to look at what's great, that's fine too, right? Yeah. For exactly. those of us who can, you know, lean on that if you can. It's, it's not a bad thing. Uh, so next question for you. What do you think you're doing right now to stay connected? You know, so that you're not so, um, you know, what's, what's, what, what are you using in terms of um, connection to keep tethered in some, in some sort of way? You know, this has been an interesting balance for me. I think I was naturally at a point where I needed to pull inward and um, get a little reclusive. And the timing of this all just happened to line up in that that way that now I'm forced to, whether I was planning on it or not. So I'm doing the normal things, you know, I'm doing Zoom chats and doing FaceTime and texting Uh, I think the first two weeks, it was very overwhelming. There was a lot of like incoming calls and everybody wanted to chat because suddenly everybody was available. That was very overwhelming for me. So I pulled back. Um, And now this week, I'm kind of noticing like, oh, yeah, I really do need to see my friends faces, even if it's through a screen. Because I'm a like one-on-one in-person kind of person. I want you to come over for coffee. Let's sit here and talk for three hours. I am not like a FaceTime. Let's, you know, it's it's not natural to me. I don't generally enjoy it. But I am realizing like, oh, I, I definitely need my community. And I definitely, I was listening to your episode with Abby um, earlier while I was cooking. And it just like, 
Ooh, she's such a special one. And that episode was so beautiful. And like that feeling of being seen by a community and being loved because you are seen. I'm really missing that. Like it gives me goosebumps right now to think about it. <laughs> and I miss your hugs. I just miss <laughs> hugging my friends. Honestly, I didn't, you know, it's something that I took for granted for sure that I will never take for granted again. And I'm going to hug my friends for 20 seconds longer than they want me to. No, consent, consent above all. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the answer is already going to be yes. So I don't even have to worry about it. But yeah, you should ask. Right. <laughs> yeah, you should ask. Just Can I hold case. you for longer, please? <laughs> yeah, the answer is always going to be yes, for sure. <laughs> Without a doubt. Um, what, do you, what do you miss about life um, before quarantining? What are you missing most about it? Um, I am missing my studio. I just opened a studio um, in late February and finally separated my workspace from my home space. And it feels like a big cosmic joke that as soon as I opened it to start renting out as another source of income, uh, COVID hit. And now this place that I built for gatherings for like for gatherings and for my own office space and my own creativity to like go have privacy and just be able to sit and stew in my, you know, thoughts and my, you know, own creativity. Like, um, I'm really missing that. I'm missing the sense of routine. I'm missing my sense of motivation and work ethic and purpose. I'm really missing my sense of purpose. And it's hard to it's hard to hang on to during this time for sure when we don't know what the future is going to look like. That was a bummer note. I mean, it's just it's just interesting to be like to be in this position where I was already heading into a transition uh, work wise, and then this hit, and it just sort of threw all my plans out the window. I'm I'm missing I'm missing life before for sure. Okay, so what do you think it's going to look like afterwards, though? Because it's like there's some there's nothing like a, a situation like this to put things in perspective for you. And maybe now whatever you're planning on doing with that space, however you're planning on approaching what you're going to do, maybe it might be a little different now because of this experience. Do you think it's going to be any different? Like once this is over, what do you think you will do differently than you might not have done before? Oh, boy. I know it's a big one, but you know, if, if you can think of something, if you don't, yeah. I understand. You may need time. Oh to no, I have so many ideas coming to mind. I think that one of this, one of the benefits of this time is there's no more time to bullshit yourself. Like whatever you've been running from, whatever you've been, I should speak about myself. I have been running from some stuff. I've been running from some, uh, like I'm here to write. That is my purpose in this life. And I have been, uh, more or less filling myself with like filling my life with distractions because I'm good at photography. I'm good at this. I'm good at that. And I've just been like, you know, following what's working the last few years. And that has been a good strategy up until now. And uh, I recently had a birthday. I'm in my Saturn return. I'm 29. And I'm just thinking a lot about values, about purpose, about what I'm doing with my life. So, I don't know exactly what that looks like at the moment, but I know that I need to get to the writing. Like there is, I think you said this in your episode about like uh, the luxury of tomorrow or the luxury of later. Like that's, it doesn't exist anymore. And if you're procrastinating on doing the things that your soul showed up on this earth to do, like you're just going to be facing a lot of 
turbulence. <laughs> so, uh, you know, take this time to just like get super clear. Like I am taking this time to get super clear on what I'm here to do, how I'm going to do it and what my next steps are. Ugh. You uh, once again, you and I are walking a similar path. <laughs> it's so hard. It's, it's just what we do. It's like it's, but it, it is hard. But it's like it's also really great. You know, it's yes. also really great we're, <laughs> that we're saying, you know what? No, not let's not put this on the back burner anymore. Let's get it done now. Yeah. Like, what are we waiting for? Let's get in the game. Let's stop being side bent, side sidelined, and and waiting to be called into the your the game of your life. Like, get in, mm. get in the game, man. Just get in there. It's like it's your time. Just do it. It's always your time. So yeah, and I think we get stuck thinking that there are certain steps we have to follow or there's like a certain path in. And it's just not always true. Like you just have to show up and do it. You also have to decide that you don't need permission to do it. You just need to go for it. Right. You know, but it's it's sometimes hard. I totally understand that. I, I definitely suffer from it myself. And I'm I'm suffering from it less these days because of the fact that I'm going, going inward just like you are. Mm-hmm. It's wonderful. Mm-hmm. It's really great. All right, so a little light question for you. Mm-hmm. What's your quarantine lockdown style like? I mean, I can see you on video right now. You look fabulous, but what's your style like? What, what's, what's going on here? You look all dressed up. Is it for this call? Like, what do you, this is what you normally oh, look like all day long? Oh, babe, <laughs> you have no idea. This jump, okay, so I am wearing a, uh, a cotton jumpsuit that my mother-in-law sent me. And it was like, it's like a funny little thing where it was like one size fits all and cut off the legs where you need to, right? And I'm tall, so I didn't have to cut the legs. Let me just stand up and show you. So this is like, the reason I love this is it's one piece of clothing. It's oh my super, God, it's adorable. I mean, give me a break. It's yeah, like very see, loose. There's a flowy situation going on there, but of course they look amazing. Very flowy. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah, I'm keeping it flowy, keeping it loose. I've put on jeans a couple of times just to be like, <laughs> look at me. I'm a human who lives in the world sometimes. Uh, Imagine yeah, that. <laughs> I know. It's a lot of comfy clothes and a lot of stuff that I can like, you know, work out in and like go cook and lounge on the couch. A lot of athleisure, I would say. And a lot of oversized clothing for sure. Just however shapeless it can be, the more, <laughs> that's, that's where it is. That's amazing. Do you think it's going to affect what you wear once this is over? Do you feel like the flow is going to leave the house now, like after this is done? <laughs> totally. <laughs> Not to take a light question and make it deep, but um, let me do that for yeah. real quick. Oh, yeah, please don't. I, <laughs> I, no, you, know, you, know, you do it. <laughs> I have been uh, struggling with gender identity for a long time now, like definitely over a year and um, came out as non-binary almost a year ago, a year Mm -hmm. ago in May and have not really figured out what that translates to in terms of style. And so after this, I don't, I think I'm doing the deep dive right now to figure out what feels okay and what doesn't. And yeah, I think it'll be a lot more gender affirming clothing in after this, if there's an after this, what happens? I don't know. Maybe we'll just all live at home forever and we'll wear flowy things forever. (laughs) I hope not. (laughs) I I hope not either. But I think that's, I mean, that kind of fits with what you were talking about uh, going deeper and just doing a little more exploration of yourself. So you, who knows what that's going to mean when we're, when we're out of this, right? Yeah. And I think with hair, especially right now, that's the thing that feels experimental to me is like, I can't cut my own hair. I don't know how to, I don't want to, I'm going to mess it up. 
and hair has been a big um like gender affirming piece for me just having it really short and having it buzzed on the sides and whatever and now it's really growing out and i'm just questioning myself and like getting really clear on why does that feel affirming does it still feel affirming what would happen if i had long hair is this a chance to grow it out like maybe i'll just have like really long hair and wear it less femme than you know i did when it was long last time maybe maybe that's a look i can because i used to change my look all the time and now i think i've gotten into a rut of being a little bit scared to change my look because i don't know how it will make me feel in regards to my gender so uh yeah that's something i'm experimenting with right now that feels kind of fun oh that's really cool i love that I mean, I think that we have to follow up with you on that because I really want to know more about that. You know, you coming out as non-binary and now, you know, needing to wear a short and then now thinking that you might grow it out and realizing that you've claimed your identity in this way that your hair means maybe you can play with it a little more. You know, maybe you don't have to be so strict about like what length it is. Right. And just reminding myself that non-binary, like being non-binary doesn't have to look any single way. And uh, maybe there are some like traditionally femme, traditionally thought of as femme, you know, attributes that I've abandoned by the roadside that I maybe need to go back and pick back up and just see like, how does this feel? Oh my God, I can't wait. I, I, I may have to follow up with you on this. I, that's a really interesting discussion. I would love to know more about it. But yeah, for, for sure. today, we, we're, we're out of time, but I wanted to thank you so much for being on. It's so awesome. Please, love to you and the lovely, amazing orange tabby named Yams, your cat. Oh, yes. Your partner, Lauren. Please send them my love. And I hope you guys stay safe and healthy. And I just want to thank you for being on today. Thank you. And please, please take care of yourself. Big love to you, Phil. I can't wait to see you soon in the very soon future. Thank you for having me on. Of course. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Transition of Style. If you like what you hear, please remember to subscribe and leave us a review wherever you get your podcasts. Visit us on our show page at transitionofstyle.com for more information and follow us to share in the conversation on Instagram at transitionofstyle. 